Hola, mujerones. On today's episode, we are listening to part two of our panel discussion that we had at our Austin event on March 8th. If you want to tune in to part one of this discussion, make sure you listen to the last episode on our podcast. This discussion was so meaningful. The event was so amazing. And I cannot wait for you to tune in to the last part of our panel discussion. I also want to remind you, if you didn't hear, we just announced our date for our Mujeron Movement 2023 event. This is going down on October 28th in Scottsdale, Arizona. And this is our one-day signature event where we come together for empowerment, community, and to help you become the Mujeron of your dreams. So make sure you mark your calendars because March 29th, we have our pre-sale going on and it is the lowest pricing that you will get for this event. If you were there last year, you know how amazing this event is. The connection, the vibe, the Mujerones in the room really make everything for this event to happen. So I hope you enjoy this panel discussion because this will give you an idea of what type of conversations we have at our Mujeron Movement events. So we talked about identity and the next question I want to ask you guys has to do with like the action, right? Because I think like when we are building and we're stepping into our big dreams, it's first realizing what inspires us, leaving that identity behind, stepping into that new version of ourselves. But how do we actually do it, right? And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck is taking the action what are some of the things that really helped you sign this place, right? And look at that and actually do the thing and build your businesses. Um, Genia, leave your job and really go into investing in yourself. Like, what was it that really moved the needle for you? Yeah. Um, so I think that the hardest thing to do mentally for most people is to start. And that's anything. Right? Yeah. Because when you look at the underlying uh, factors that contribute to that, for example, it's more mindset, right? And you're thinking, for example, you think a whole story in life <laughs> before you start to, well, like for example, fitness, working out. All right, I want to get fit and all this stuff. Okay, so now I have to go to the gym. I have to buy clothes. Do I have any workout clothes? Are they cute? Do I have, oh my God, do I have the temperature? I don't even know if I like those. Are those for working out? Okay, so wait, what am I going to put in my schedule? Oh, but I have to make dinner at this time. No, this isn't going to work. So much about what other people think 
when they're busy just thinking about the own lives, they're not even thinking about you. Trust me, they're just, they're already obsessing brain over their own stuff, so they don't, don't worry about you. <laughs> like, you think that they're thinking of it, but they're really not. And if they do, they think about you for a moment, but not enough for you to actually be thinking about that being so important to whether or not you do this or that. Because later, they're going to be like, oh, wow, you did all these things. And like I have people like watching my stories from Zillow. They're like, oh, Erica, like, it's so inspiring, all the stuff you did. I didn't know you were going to do all this. And I was like, shit, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. You know? <laughs> I didn't know either. But I just took the first step, made a little plan, and you know? yes. Yeah, I I think you said a very key word, and it's simplifying it, right? Simplifying. Because a lot of times we bring this mind drama to how it should look. And we think about successful people and like, they're probably doing this morning routine and they're probably doing this and that and I didn't do that today. And simplify it, whatever works for you. Thank mm -hmm. you, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, Just for sure, that. don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Baby steps, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, I think that once you have an idea, that means that God has put that in you. Um, second, if you already find your passion, find a mentor. A mentor is very important in, in your industry because they already went through it, so they can help you, you know, like, hey, don't do this, don't, don't do that. Um, and, thir and third is being, like, persistent. Like, just keep doing what you're doing every day because it's, como dicen, no pasa de la noche a la mañana, you know? It's, it's, it, you have to do it every day, no matter what, like, um, and find your why of why you're doing it and every day like just write it on your car and just you know once you find your passion there's there's no like I hate Mondays like I love Mondays yes. and I tell my kids all the time and they're like why do you love Mondays it's because it's a new week it's a new um, you know a new opportunity to do to the, do the best and always um, keep learning seminars invest in yourself invest in your personal growth and in your industry if there are seminars in las vegas or you know any other city save up save up and you know it's a write-off <laughs> if you guys yes. have any any <laughs> yeah. questions on tax write-offs let me know I, I can help you but um and find uh have your village like communicate communicate with your partner communicate with your kids tell them that hey like it's tax season they know that i get there late you have to understand too like not to be too hard on yourself because we cannot be an a plus in all aspects in your life mm. if you don't have time to clean your house save up a little bit and it, pay somebody to clean your house i mean that's something that happens it changes your life yes <laughs> that was something that with my husband you know he he was so used to the eight to five jesenia like get home get dinner ready, get the kids, and then once I did the shift to, like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur no matter what, you're there with me, you stick with me, or you're, you don't, um, you you have to communicate, and then um, just, he one of the biggest complaints he had was like, oh, well, the house is not clean. I'm like, okay, well, if that's a problem, let me go pay this lady, and, you know, that, that took yes. care of it. But, you know, just stay in communication with either your business partner or your family and um, be persistent and also perspective. Like, if you want to do the jump, just do it. Because if you already have it in you, that means that God has your back. Yes. So if I was you, why don't you just say, so clean it, puppies? Clean it. You know, there's a soda, there's a, there's a dish, there's a soap. I'm going to Yes. So, so many good, good nuggets, Jessenia. And I have to say, like, the balance part is huge because I remember thinking, like, there was going to be a point in life where it just all fell into place. And I was, you know, now that I'm a mom, like, I was, I'm going to be a great mom, a great wife. And, you know, my house is going to be clean and I'm going to be running a six figure business and I'm going to be doing that and everything. And, there's there's really no balance when you're all in on your business like planning this event this week I was like hey babe you're gonna have to take over some of these things you know what I mean and it's understanding and being okay that there's moments where I'm going to be a great mom and present mom and there's weeks where I'm gonna be traveling and talking to all you beautiful people <laughs> Kenya I think for me um it took investing in myself and choosing worthiness 
knowing that I was enough and that I'm worthy of doing that. And I kind of have like the first thing is worthiness, like choosing, knowing that you're worthy. And then the second thing is committing to your authentic self. And when we commit to our authentic self, then we just, we already know what our dream is and how can we show up with who we are to go follow that. And kind of like Erica said, it you don't have to ambition the whole thing, like how it's going to work, but just ambition the first step and then do it. So that's when you commit to how can I do that first step? How does that look like for me? It doesn't have to look like Sonia's or like anyone else's. And I think that that's important to say. And then the third thing is um, it's creating with vulnerability vulnerability I'm not gonna try any question all again yeah so when I think creating um I think we're all creative and whatever that looks like for you like for a long time I didn't think I was creative but when I started like taking my ideas seriously and my thoughts and like everything that I was just like in my brain and bring them to life that's when I was like creating from a space where I was like yes it's crazy it sounds weird like maybe not a lot of people are doing this but that's your superpower like that go for it like when i created my poetry i was so scared like i'm like oh okay when they see like how am i gonna show up this like and and not a lot of people will be drawn but the right people will be drawn to it so and then the fourth part is know that you are able to change like if it didn't work out if whatever you created if whatever you already committed to like it didn't work out, you tweak it, you change it, you move on, you do a different thing and change with compassion. That's something I didn't have before, a lot of compassion. None, not, I didn't even know that word. Like I probably knew it, but I was like, what does it mean? And yes, compassion is something that I learned to embrace and to do. Like you can change, you can you can fail or it's not fail, it's learning. You can, but you give yourself so much compassion for doing this first, for doing the first thing, for doing that first step that you hadn't done before. So you change and you learn and you grow. And that's that's like my cycle of like, keep going, like keep going and going that to the next step. Okay, I get to do it again. I get to choose that I'm worthy again. And then I get to go again in that cycle. If this podcast episode resonated with you and you are ready to get out of your own way, join the waitlist for Mujeron University. Mujeron University is our signature group coaching program that helps you gain the clarity you need to reach the next level in your life or business, master confidence so you can take massive action, and build a community of people who just get you. The women inside our waitlist get access to our free masterclass and are the first to know when doors officially open for Mujeron University. All right, amigas, let's get back to the show. I want to focus in on the comparison part that you said because I have to admit, even doing this event in Austin, I was like, how is this going to fit into my business? How am I going to, you know, now promote the the conference and all these things? And because I was comparing myself to other communities, other coaches and like the structure they had, but it truly is like, it's going to look different for you. You know, I love in-person stuff is where I feel in my most zone of genius. So it just made sense. And I always feel like when it comes to comparison is like following your intuition in your gut on like this makes sense for me and it might not look like you know the person that I admire but it's gonna work for me and then the other thing was the the compassion part especially as moms how many moms do we have here yes I feel like that has been the hardest relationship with my own mom because you know, it's like, well, it was hard for us too. Well, then you should get me. <laughs> and it's like the compassion is so hard for our, you know, parents and, and because they probably weren't supported the way that, you know, they wanted to by their parents. So I, I thank you for sharing that because I really resonated with that. So for me, action steps are, I've, I'm organized, have to be organized for me to be able to have some clarity so I have a whiteboard in my um, in my room right now. And so I find that to be super helpful. Accountability is also super helpful. 
me and Erica, when she first started her business, we did accountability calls. We're doing that again on Mondays. And before that, I, I had an OBM. So like someone who just helps me with operation business management just to like brainstorm things and organize them. So that's her job. So I would just dump things on her like, here are my ideas. Here's everything I want to put out there. And then she would organize it all and streamline it like, here's the focus for this week. Here's what I need from you this week to make sure that this gets done. And so now we're doing that for each other. I would say for you, um, if it's having someone who's an entrepreneur who is, you know, you guys can help each other out. I mean, not, hey, can we get on a Zoom call once a week and hold each other accountable and just like plan for what is the next steps this week. And then knowing that you have that call, I think makes it makes you feel less alone and it holds you accountable to do it. So that's what really helped me. Yes, accountability. And I, I feel like finding the accountability that really puts you into action is important too. If like having your friend that's an entrepreneur or maybe joining a community, right? Being surrounded by people, scheduling that call, being committed to that call, investing in yourself. That's what really pushed me to, damn, I just invested all that. Like I have to show up. And I, I was even telling Kenya with this event, we were kind of going back and forth. Should we do it? Should we not? I bought my ticket and I'm like, all right, well, now you're doing it, girl. So let's get to work. So it's like, there's like this thing about us really making a commitment, whether it's like investing in yourself, whether it's like posting those gym selfies on, on social media. Like how many of us do that, right? Because it holds you accountable and people see. And when you don't start showing up, they they send you, hey, uh, Sonia, you didn't go to the gym today or what? <laughs> so like, Certain things to find what really helps you stay accountable and and focus in on that. But yes, accountability, absolutely. All right, so I want to ask one more question before we open up to any questions that you ladies have. And that is in the season when maybe you've already reached certain goals, where maybe you've already had, you know, some exposure and you're you're moving along. But then comes this season of feeling stuck again and maybe things are moving along and maybe you're not getting the traction that you thought you would. What are some of the things that really help you shift and really get into back into the motion of things? Because in entrepreneurship and in just in general going after your dreams, we're always going to find that 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 plateau, I feel, or like that moment where maybe things can be going a little bit better and it can be defeating at, at some points. What are some of the things that really helped you move past that? I went through this in November of last year. I hit a point where it was going good, but I, something inside of me just felt like there was something else and I was not giving myself permission and time to check in. So what I did was I intentionally slowed down. Like I was like, all right, I was in a position where I was fortunate enough to have rentals to be able to handle my overhead and my my bottom line number is what I call it. What's the number I need? Okay, that's the number. I think I'm good. Um, and I gave myself the month off and I did a lot of inner work. And inner work for me was a combo of going to a all-female centered in Austin here, a uh, three-day retreat with like, a facilitator and women and we basically just went deep for the whole weekend and that really helped me shift um and then the rest of the time was just tuning in and checking in with myself you know, listening to music um just being careful what i was consuming and protecting that consumption and so not taking on too much and just allowing myself to feel what was actually needed and once i was able to move through that i saw I held myself accountable by coming to my studio and filming a series of videos where I went and really thought out and I sat with it for two weeks. This is a shift that needs to happen with me and Amita. This is what I want to do in 2023 to show up. This is how I'm going to make changes. And I recorded these videos and I held myself accountable to post them um, right around Christmas. And when I posted them, I was like, there it is. It's out in the world. I said, that I do these things. This is where me and Amita changing into. So we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. And that really, really helped them. I took the month off to make sure that I was able to pivot in that way when I felt really stuck. 
So for me, I think um, since the day I invested in myself, I haven't stopped investing in myself. And I learned to schedule that reflection time for myself. I love writing. So I'm writing like every day, like uh, first thing in the morning. And I like having those weekly calls, having that community, like I, I know that um, I'm allowed to rest and that's something I didn't know. So I allow myself to rest every day. I allow myself and um, I allow myself to like the weekend, like disconnect completely. And then I go back because I'm so passionate about what I do that I know that I can continue on throughout the day, like go on forever, like um, writing or like doing whatever it is that I'm doing. And sometimes like I've scheduled myself like I have my own schedule like I learned this in Mujero Movement where like that time for myself like that when you transition from one thing to another um like just take a deep breath like even in my in my fridge where I when you get the water water I have like take a deep breath like I I do those kind of things on the daily and I've never felt like that that where like I feel like oh my god and I'm not saying it's not gonna happen but I I've learned to have like that time for myself daily where I don't feel like I'm putting so much time in. And obviously like there is like in, like this event and I'm, I'm launching my first group program. So there is a lot going on right now. And so um, just allowing myself to rest and, and that compassion again, like I, I'm just thinking like that compassion has allowed me to really see myself and then investing myself those those calls those weekly calls that keep me like yeah like those are the goals that I have so um that clarity and that support from my community really really is key I think okay first of all how many of y'all feel stuck like either in personal business well you know what just by you guys being here this is a shaken for Mm y'all like this is something that we're telling y'all, but this is something that you guys need to take note of because a lot of y'all might be like, she talks about writing, but I mean, what is writing, right? Do it. Start, get a journal, and that is going to help you a lot just because I want to add to it because it does help you. Like, how many of y'all, like, write your schedule every Sunday or Saturday, right? Not, I don't see a lot of hands. Like, start doing that. Like, those are little things, right? So um, for me, like, first of all, like, if you are trying to work out and, you know, usually for me, uh, mornings is better, um, change it up. Like, sleep in your workout clothes, you know? Like, it's something that I do because if I know the alarm is going to go off. <laughs> as long as it's not too tight, right? No, as long as it's not too tight. <laughs> as your daughter. <laughs> So yeah, that's one thing, right? Um, change it up. I was doing Cat Gladiator for three years, and then I was like, I'm bored of this, so I'm now I'm doing F45. Get somebody that you can get accountable with, right? Um, second, in business. If you feel like you're stuck or you feel comfortable, then that means you need to change your circle. Maybe you're going to the same networking events. You're talking to the same people. Like, go out there. It's okay to go by yourself. Like, your the goal is to go and make new connections and also track, like, know your numbers like if you're doing google ads or facebook like how many leads are you getting back from there right um third i do want to add to this is that um, i know we were talking about independent even if you're married and you have your partner always have your bank account women ya no lloran facturan right so like um and it's okay that sometimes you don't feel you know yourself call me like i have people like call me and they're just like look i i'm opening this business and i'm just like crying and and it's okay like it's okay to cry it's okay to be in doubt but just don't give up you have to be shaken right and then in in and just like keep going like i just know your numbers change it up and I think that's one of the ways that I once if I feel stuck it's like okay something is being too like mm-hmm. you hit that plateau I need to change it up like what can I do like um search you know groups that are happening around the area and go meet new people go sit at a coffee shop right like it's just yeah dejar la vergüenza like nosotros somos CEOs yes <laughs> yes, yes. yes.
you're here in our event. She's so right. Like this is this is a step. I I think that uh, when you hit a plateau and you start getting certain feelings, I think it's important to know that your emotions it's all data, right? So when things are feeling hard, when you're feeling frustrated, when things just don't feel right, the numbers aren't hitting the way they're supposed to. Your ROI, return on investment, isn't where it is based on the conversion of what you're investing, is what she's talking about. There's a, always a reason why. So when you get those indicators, those data points, whether they are specific data or your emotions, it's you telling yourself you something. So it's important to be still and to really be honest with yourself. What actually isn't working, right? What needs to shift? And I think that when we are aware and in tune with our emotions and what's happening around us, then we can actually dial it in and make the shifts we need to make. Because in reality, honesty, right? When we're honest with ourselves and the truth, it's hardly ever the easy choice, right? It's always something like, oh, I gotta make a new offering, I gotta shift my whole branding, I gotta like, I just, oh, it's so hard. But you know that's what you have to do. It's gonna be hard at first, but then after you're gonna feel so good. So when people are feeling good in their business and their life, it has a lot to do with them not facing the truth and then being able to make the shifts accordingly to be where you need to be. All right, ladies, we are going to open it for questions. If you guys have any questions, just raise your hand and you can go ahead and just ask. Anyone? Don't be shy. Okay. This is for the mamas. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, if I have mom built, I'm a new mom, and just leaving on a school night, leaving dinner, leaving you know the bedtime routine to be here, and I knew my spirit was like, I need to be here. But how do you deal with mom guilt when running a business with prior like prioritizing everything? I want to know what we do that whole really Yes. Uh, how old is baby number uh, one? Yeah, two. probably only one. Oh my God. She's going on two. Two. Okay. So honestly, you have to understand that she's your why. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's two right now. Obviously, just communication with your partner and also be organized because if you know that you need to leave dinner and everything, like you just have to be organized, communication, and also, like she said, you have to think about yourself. Like, why are you doing this? It's because you want to leave a legacy, right? You want to build something. We come, your parents come to this country. We need to work harder and we need to just know that, you know, it's okay. Like, it's okay for us to to go for our goals. Um, one of the things that I do is that I I write my kids letters, but like they don't know, right? Mm -hmm. So I journal, like that's why I started journal journaling because before I would think that that was crazy. I'm like, what do you mean? Like you write, you right? So, but I completely, I'm with her. Um, so every day, like I tell my, like now they're bigger, but like I tell them like, hey, like, hey, today I'm gonna go to Austin. I'm gonna do this movement. Like it's, it's, it's um, it, we're gonna go and explore more. And they, you just, right now she's a baby, but like at least write her letters so that will feel better. Like what's her name? Oh, <laughs> Angelina. Angelina. So just, yeah, so just write her a letter and then like later on in life, you'll, you'll look back into it and then you'll see why this moment you are here and there's a reason why you're here you know because you needed to be here to hear us like you have a community here to 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 support you so let me give you a hug yes. Yes. I love it. Hey, I'm gonna be yes. 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 thank you so much uh, i might cry i would be crying like, too right now but i'm like i might cry i think um I'll be very honest, I was really scared to become a mom. Like, I was really scared because I had all these big dreams and I thought becoming a mom was going to stop me. And I understand what women say about how it's so hard when you become a mom because it's not only the time, but it's the mom guilt. And even for this event, I think more so for me it's like what are they gonna say what is my mom gonna say what are they gonna think you know even a babysitter my mom's like and like 
we're just texting she doesn't even live in the same city as me but like those things because for them it wasn't it wasn't the norm right of like them not putting their children first like yeah. how many of our moms like their kids were everything for them like yeah. that's their 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 life so i think that has been really hard for me but i i even on this trip because our babies are about the same age and it's very new for us I this is the first time that my husband stayed alone with my son for like three days first time and I've been just texting him like how's everything and I also see the importance of him bonding with his dad by himself and I think a lot of times as women we want we want to take over we want to control everything is he okay I was even zooming in the picture did he give him juice oh my god <laughs> you know things like that but we have to learn to let go and i think for me one of the biggest things is if i don't follow my heart and my dreams i don't ever want to resent my son i don't ever want him to be the excuse that i didn't go after my dreams because i'm a mom i want him to the on the other side you know see me and and be proud of me and and see the happy me instead of the i hate my life me because I just knew that I did not want to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, yeah. that's something that I really knew. And I do want to add one thing also. Like, I've been in business for four years already, so I do taxes. Um, one thing that I did this year is that I completely closed on Saturday. Like, last year, I was in every networking event. I was open seven days a week. And I felt like, okay, I'm missing out. And then you need to do that change. Like, this year, I was like not working Saturdays, I'm gonna be there for my kids. And one thing too is that you're building your business to have that flexibility because maybe one day, you know, two times out of the week, you have to stay up late or stay in the office late because what, they have a soccer game, they have a play in school, you have that flexibility to be there. And those are the moments that they care about. So in doing that change. So this year, um, it's been hard because I'm a workaholic and, um, and it's just knowing they, they know now that Saturdays is just for them and to be present. Like I can take a call or whatever, but I'm like, hey, Saturdays are for my kids. I even on Instagram, like I'm like, hey, Saturdays is for my kids. Yes. So that's something that you have to put your boundaries to. I love that. I call my Wednesdays Ezra Wednesdays mm -hmm. because like that's the his day and we go to music class and we hang out. And it's just, it, it's like, I'm so grateful that doing this allows me to be there with him. And even if it's just us in our PJs yeah, all day. Yeah, and then get them involved. <laughs> For everybody that have, have yes. kids, like get them involved in your business because you have to have that communication. Like my kids already know, like tax season, I get home late. Or what is taxes, right? Or how you're gonna build a business. And I sometimes ask them like random questions, like how, what do you think about your mom? And they always see, like, they answer, like, oh, I want my mom to be successful and rich. I'm like, okay, there they go. And you know what? They're going to bring some successful and rich girlfriends around. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, for making time to be here, and for asking that, because I, I can totally relate. Thank you. Mm. Okay, well, first of all, you need to save all your receipts of whatever you're spending. Um, let me ask you this, how big is your vision? Because that, that if you already bought your camera and everything, but you're like, I'm gonna start my small business. Like, you're, are you thinking small, or you want a big vision, you know, like, of where you're heading? Because I can tell you, open your LLC now. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yesterday. And that's how I felt, like, I didn't know, because I, almost, I, I don't know where to start. I Yeah, no, absolutely. You need to find with our clients. Um, we help them. We have like a uh, like a checkoff list that I have created for them. One is write your plan. Write it. Even everything goes back to writing, right? So write your plan. Second, know your cost. 
you already know how much your cost is going to be and knowing how much the the budget that you need for it third registering your business is it a dba an llc um if you are thinking like okay i'm going to be in a, events and doing big, th big things i do recommend for you an llc we're big fans of llc's and attorneys too we give you the tax advice for legal advice you would have to get with an attorney but for tax advice we do recommend an llc classified as an escort and a lot of people think that LLCs and S-Corp are two different things, but they're not. There's, it's a classification of how you're being taxed. And trust me, you're going to love it because you save thousands of dollars in taxes at the end of the year. And then second, opening that second, no, that's fourth. Fourth, opening that bank account. You have to keep personal and business separate. Like, I cannot, mm -hmm. like, you have to. So everything that you get paid for the business, you put it in your business bank account because that's how you build wealth. That's how you build, build uh, business credit. That's how you can, you know, you want to rent a space. You 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 can go from there. And then um, second, like, the accounting and finding that mentorship. And we can help you, too. I don't know if you yes. have any other advice. I want to add just, like, you... If you're already thinking about it, it's that you should start it. Yes. Because, yes, I found myself not investing in, like, bookkeeping until this, this after my event. Because it was so many transactions at that point. And I was like, holy shit, there's no way I'm going to be able to keep track of this. So, um, thankfully, I started a spreadsheet and I had everything on there. So, I would say even if you're just doing, you know, a smaller business, you already start because like she said, a lot of those things are write-offs. And the moment that you start doing your taxes, even if it's not a lot for your business, you start to build that history this for, for <laughs> what? I said, this event can be a write-off. Yes, this event, this, this investment that you made yes. today, it could be a write-off. And, and the moment that you start doing that, you can start applying for credit and, and lines of credit and all of that, that will really help you expand your business. Um, I think for me, I think a lot about my parents' business. And when I started to work with them, it was a lot. Like, my parents were using their business account as their personal account. And it was so hard for them to be able to separate that. But the moment that you do that, like the business we're now in it, my sister's here and she works, she works with them too. We went from like a... I don't even know what to call it, like where we were at in the before. It was just like a piece of land with his trailer to now being in a warehouse and having, you know, all of our employees on, on uh, payroll and all of that. So even if you're starting small, I would say to already just start tracking and start your account. Yeah. I, it will make a big difference. And let me tell you one thing. The moment you start to do those things you start seeing your hobby or your passion project as a business and that mindset shift is huge the moment that i did that i was like i'm a business owner i'm an entrepreneur it's not anymore like oh yeah i do events and you know i, I have a podcast it's like the mindset shift the mindset shift that comes after that is so so important yeah and then after that you let's say you want to buy a house you know you want to build your credit which you have a credit specialist too. Yeah. Okay. Lenders. So, you know, a lot of our clients come, especially our the Hispanic community, they're plumbers, they're electricians, they never register their business, they keep their money under the mattress, and yeah. guess what? Then they want to go buy a house, and they can't because they, they need to show proof of income, and this is the education that we provide at SES, not only guide you on starting a business, but how to manage your money, and also build wealth. Um, a lot yes. of uh, I also I am a certified agent with IRS. I do help with I ten process. Um, so if we have a tío or tía that you know they've never done their taxes because they're scared, IRS and immigrations are two different departments. Mm -hmm. They don't they all they want to do immig immigration just wants to know that you're doing the right thing in this country. Like mm -hmm. they have to report their taxes. And then um, after that, you know, you can conquer the world. So it's yes. like not being scared and telling telling our family, like, you can do this. Like, it's okay to do your taxes. And um, and also, don't take advice from people that don't have businesses. Because <laughs> yeah. the people of the mind is going to be like, hey, but no, you shouldn't do that. Or don't do your taxes because you're going to pay so much. But hey, you, it's a sacrifice. You want to buy the house? Pay your taxes. <laughs> yes. I, I want to add one more thing that really was a mind like it really blew my mind was 
Uh, we sat down with our financial advisor and having an LLC and investing, having, you know, your, your investments is a game changer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a game changer. Like the way that they cap you in your nine to five mm-hmm. in a business, it's completely different. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, just so everyone knows, I am one of, um, uh, I'm a Mujeron University client. Yes. I'm currently enrolled in Mujeron University, and Sonia is my current business coach. Um, and I invested in myself, not only in coaching, but to be here today. Um, but I, I currently have a business, and I'm, on, I'm here to help launch my second business. But what I would tell you about my first business <laughs> is that I have a legal service. And one of the things that I will tell you for LLC, because I feel you with being like, I feel like I'm going to get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And all this information is overwhelming. What I want to tell you is that eventually it will be, you will be telling this to someone else. Mm. Um, and they will look at it and be like, you're crazy. And you're like, no, girl, are you going to get there? <laughs> and I want to know that you're going to get there. But what I'm going to say is remember to delegate or invest in something when you feel like that. If it's taking too much from you to start it, find somebody to help you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then they can take that off and you can focus on taking pictures and making money. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to be like, you know what, this LLC process, what's holding you back? I feel like I'm going to get overwhelmed. I know that in Arizona, I do this for some of my clients. I start that, I take that away from them. All they need to do is open their bank accounts and then I hook them up with a bookkeeper or a tax person. So make sure you invest in those things because if you feel like that's not your thing and that's what's going to happen, when you become an entrepreneur, at the beginning, you feel like you have to take on all these hats. And sometimes you do, right, financially. You're like, oh, I can't afford this. But you're going to sit down and um, understand that time is money. Mm. So if you're wasting time because you're afraid to spend the money, you're wasting money. So always say, okay, I can't do this. This is not for me. It's okay. You don't have to be an LLC specialist. You just need to take pictures and do that. So yes. feel free to say, okay, let me find somebody to help me do it or take a, take advantage of free things. Um, some, you know, things online, free workshops and information and of these events where somebody can give you a hand yeah. because you don't have to do it by yourself. Yeah. Love that. And what are your money-making activities, right? Like for your business, I think a lot of times we focus on things that we think are moving us forward. But like she said, we could delegate it. And maybe that's what your money-making activities are. Uh, I think I was stuck along uh, for a long time in my business where I was like, no, until I make the money, I'm going to make the investment. Girl, it's the other way around. When you make the investment, the money's going to start coming. And I think a lot of times we stick on that, on, on that mentality. All righty. Another question. Yes. Hi. I am, my name is Karen. I am originally from Mexico City. I've been living here in, te- in Texas, in San Antonio, and then in Birmingham for the last 12 years. So I speak Spanish, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So my question is, most of the time I speak Spanish. So all my Instagram, my social media is Spanish. Mm-hmm. But my, I would like to target all of you. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I'm speaking mm. in English, like in public. Not in public because I, I did courses in the States, mm. I did courses in Mexico, but to doing it in camera, like in Instagram, I don't know why, like to doing it in English. So my question is, do you see social media in Spanish or not? Mm. That's a great question. Um, so uh, what I do is specifically like business activation and social media strategy has a lot to do with it because you have to be online, right? <laughs> to showcase your products and promote. And it's, it's honestly, if you're not someone that feels super comfortable, the only way to get comfortable is to do it. I know yes. that's like, what, what, yeah, but it's like one of those things, once you do it over and over again, then you start seeing yourself, oh, that wasn't too bad, that's okay. And know that not everyone should fit into this perfect box of speaking exactly perfect, you know, uh, when you're on Instagram. I do believe there should be a good amount of variety out there, you know? That. You should be able to get a español, español, that's it. You know what I mean? I do it on my Instagram all the time. I say to my, my girl, I'm like, hey, mommy, how are you doing today? Like, I do Spanish all the time, because that's who I am. And I think that it's important to be authentic to you. So you're from Mexico, perfect. Habla español. That's fine. You're going to attract your people that also are where you're at, too. 
And you're also going to monetize your business with that because that is your unique proposition, right? You have that background. So you'll attract the Latinas and other people that are like, oh my God, look, there's someone like me that is you know, selling these type of products that I need and I'm not just gonna buy from someone that's like, people on, on social media with your brand voice are going to be attracted to something that they identify with. Not that fits in a, in a perfect little box that you think you have to show up as, right? Because when I went online, I didn't honestly. I didn't. I was like, well, I don't know. There's not a lot of people that I'm, that represent kind of what I represent with business and the way I look and being Latina and all that. And I'm like, I want to change that. I want to have that representation happen. I want to see that people can see us Latinas being very successful and being able to showcase that, right? And want to have that empowerment for other women. So you showing up for you in the way that you are right now is all you need to be. You are enough mm. and people want to see you with the accent and both. Like they want to hear it. Just make yes. it even more. Absolutely, they want that. They want all of it. And, and I, want, I love this question because I think that a lot of times we're stuck on like, find your niche and only speak, speak certain, uh, you know, like if it's Spanish, it's Spanish. But I think like she said, it's be authentic to what you want. I've been getting called to post more in Spanish as well. And if you're getting called to post in English, I think you should go ahead and do it. Amigas, you have. Yes. Yes. Can I add something? Yes. So the shift for me on social media, because I was a wedding photographer, was the moment I got vulnerable, and I would literally just what you did right now. That's the connector. That's what I want to see. Doesn't matter what your business is. All those things are beautiful. They're gonna, but that's what people buy is they buy the connection. It's a powerful hug. Powerful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think that you just opening up your story and saying what you just said to us, I promise you, you're going to get a flood of DMs of women that resonate and yes. they're going to be your biggest fans, cheering you on and wanting you to show up. And I kind of want to like put on that also, like, my whole family's here. I'm from, my family's from Honduras. We have nobody over there anymore. None of my family has been any support to my business. It's women like us that are here mm. that show up, that have supported and been a part of my success. So you're you're not alone. Thank you. Just show up. Yes. Yeah. So just for you to know, today I just bought my, my ticket. So I saw it yesterday and I told my husband, Daniel, I need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be there. I have two kids, six and four, Isabella and Alonso. And he has, he's working, he works in a company, he has worked up to here. And he was like, Karen, I cannot do it, I have a lot of work. I don't know, we have to do it, I have to be there. So today he left and he was like, Karen, I'm so sorry, it's not going to be possible. And I was like, oh, okay. So today he called me at 12, Karen, we have an event. So today, bring me the kids, pick them up. <laughs> and we'll be having an activity in a park because they're gonna have a game or whatever. <laughs> so take me the kids, I'll take them to the park to the activity. So bring some toys or something. So I take them with all the with You need to be here. Yeah. 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 I love this. Thank yeah, you.
I, I want you guys to follow each other. Like we, we need to connect. And, and Karen, thank you so much for coming because I, it gets me emotional to hear like what you, what took you guys to get here today because it took a lot of work to put this together, but I, it's so worth it seeing you here. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Let's take a deep breath, everybody. Ojalá que los esposos estén bien. Oh my God. All right. Any other questions? And one more question. We'll take one more question and then we're going to just um, wrap it up and we'll have a little bit more time for you guys to network. I want you guys to ask questions and we have our last question. We'll take both of them. My name is Jocelyn Garcia. I am from Austin. And I came here because my amazing friend told me, Jocelyn, let's go this any girl time. Yes. Yes, friend. And we're here. I'm just so shocked. I'm like, and every, everybody's story is just touching me because I relate to all of y'all. And I am, I'm just stuck. I'm stuck because I came... I'm a full-time teacher. I'm a dual language teacher, first grade. I always wanted to be a teacher because that's what I grew up knowing, raising mm -hmm. kids. I'm the oldest sister. Mm -hmm. um, I got married at 17, and I was supposed to just be a wife. Mm -hmm. I completely broke traditional, like, cultural boundaries. Mm -hmm. I divorced. I left, left my family, left my husband. They're teaching. But I'm not happy anymore. So I want to start my business. I love lashes, so when I started my lash business, I invested in myself. Like, I see myself taking these steps that you're like talking, like talking about, but now I'm stuck. I'm stuck where my career that I worked so hard and I'm praised for by my family is, is overwhelming me and it's taking so much of my time. I have a, a really good relationship right now that's so healthy, the healthiest I've been, that I invest so much time in that relationship. I invest so much time in taking care of others. I'm stuck. I don't know how to move on. I'm stuck between my business, starting it up, doing things right because I don't want to get fucked with fine like my taxes. Like, I'm like, it's me, I'm like, I'm like, I just how do you how do you overcome that? What are those steps? What is your mentality? What are your practices? What are your habits to come out from that being stuck movement, from that being stuck section? of just being overwhelmed. Mm. Any advice from financial side, from the from the emotional side, because I'm a Pisces, I'm so emotional, I <laughs> everything. <laughs> I'm like, like what, what, what should I do next? Or what should I prioritize? Because I know it's myself, but I just, I need, I, how do I get out of this? Mm -hmm. wow. Things that you said, like, you, you can't, if we go back to what you said, you said like, I'm doing my business and then you kind of lit up and then you said like my career like but this is what like my family yeah like are so proud of mm -hmm. so i'm asking you like what where is it what do you feel when you're like i want to stay in, in education because how do you feel about i that? feel overwhelmed i feel tired but i also feel love like i can't get rid of that love and that that they look up to me and I feel like that's also like my responsibility is to give that love because I'm not a mother so I can just imagine oh my gosh. and I wish this to have you. kids I, I wish to have kids but I get that mother love from them and I feel guilty leaving that career because I invested so much into that into that yeah. degree then now leaving it I feel like how am I going like am, am I making you so you know I'm selling a degree I I haven't used it much but here it is like I think that for a lot of people, people thought like I didn't show up because I would say like, oh, maybe you're not showing to up, up to work in a good way, but like, you love it. But I do, I remember myself showing up to work with those kids, like the love is there. So I would show up like so good. And then when I would go back home, I was, I was like a horrible person to my husband, to my family. Like I was disconnected because I was professional, but it doesn't work that way, right? Like your priority, your values is your family comes first, your husband, and then your career. That love for those kids comes next, right? Um, 
it's this, for me it's just that reminder of like what are your values and you know what those are and it's that fear is gonna be there and it's not gonna be easy and i'm still like oh i miss those kids i love those kids and i'm like but there's other ways that you can connect to those kids and once you start your business and you start stepping into that power and feeling all that like thriving in that then you're ta- you're gonna see it in a different light and you're gonna be able to connect maybe to kids in your family maybe to other kids like sort of in a different yes like there's so many yeah. things so you can always it doesn't have to look a certain way like well, only talk or what's a photography teaching you know? yeah, no, lashes. 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 lashes lashes yeah so once you start doing that it doesn't have to just be that like I didn't have to leave my poetry with because I decided coaching and mm-hmm. I'm still looking like kids are still a big part of my future I see that because I I'm just so passionate teaching is my passion and and I just see myself there and you just have to kind of remind yourself it's not like anyone yeah thank you I just want to add that I know you're asking all these questions like you want to know and the overwhelm is there but I do believe you already know the answer to your question I do believe that you know the truth and you know what you're feeling and you know what you have to do but it's just hard for you to accept um, I want to let you know that I went to law school and I dropped out so I know exactly what it feels like to have time, money, energy invested, years of studying, getting like these straight A's that I had to get, studying for the LSAT twice, <laughs> going to law school with a 60% scholarship to Seattle, remember, and then dropping out after a semester to follow my heart. And my father told me, honey, you have to stay in law school. Like, what do you mean? And I then I went to Zillow because I had a business degree. So following your heart will always guide you the right direction. But I do believe you already know what to do. It's just a hard decision to make. Yes. Uh, And I I wanted to just add, like, when you said about your degree, when I went to school for communications, I, you know, I was like, if I don't work in TV, I'm not going to be using it. But I am communicating with all of you now. So teaching, like maybe you start your lash business, but maybe you start teaching women how to do a lash business. You know what I mean? It'll all, like she said, it'll all kind of follow through and and somehow correlate. So I feel like don't look at that as wasted. No, everything that you've gone through until today is setting you up to where you're going. Yes. You, you know, and I, I, I was sitting here and I was like, my dream was to have a talk show. <laughs> Welcome to my talk show! <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. Like, I am literally, tra- yeah, like, I'm literally traveling. <laughs> traveling and speaking to amazing women who are sharing a message, interviewing them. Like, this is insane where you're going like this is not a mistake what you're feeling is not a mistake it's all because it's taking you where you need to be and do numbers if you wanted a financial goal, how many clients are you seeing every month how much are you charging and yeah. you know, i just want to know if it's illegal if i do it from my home because that's where i'm starting right because i don't have a place I don't have um, that income to invest in. Your lashes? Yes. I get my lashes done at someone's home. Yeah. You do too? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she has her kids in the living room. And guess what? When you start your business and you're working from home, you can write off the square footage of where you live. So girl, there you go. For your workspace. Yeah. Yes, we had one more question. Yes. Um, hi, I'm Mel. I'm Chiquitas Clay over there in the corner. Make sure you guys buy something before you leave. My question, I kind of have like a two-part question. I started my business about two years ago during quarantine. I got the love for my job, and I've always been an artist, so I got into it, and people were like, let me buy your earrings and I shifted to doing markets and events and festivals um, in Austin. And I went full-time a year and um, a year ago. And then I also had a huge depression, um, mental health breakdown. 
where I had to start, I had to like face the fact and go to therapy. So this past year has like December of last year marked my full year of being full time Chiquita to play. And two months into that, I had a mental health breakdown, like almost had to get admitted. Like I had to start therapy and I was being seen like two hours every week for several months straight. And it's been really hard for me to juggle my personal life and my business life. I, most of my source of income comes from market. So I have a hard time juggling like what I'm gonna do with myself. Like in the day, am I gonna work in my studio for three to five hours? Um, and I get like these, these moments of how, am I, how do I separate my personal life from my business life? Even like doing a project at home, I'm like, oh, I wanna make a cute wreath for my house or I wanna design a cute art print. My mind goes, but girl, you can sell that and make some money. Like, you, can, <laughs> you can ship that art print and you can make multiple and sell art prints with your business. Like I have no structure on how to like balance my personal and my business. Mm. So I kind of went to like, what are y'all's things to do? What do y'all do to shift that? Um, because it's hard. I, I would like to enter to, to clock out. Can you unlock it? Yeah. So um, I came from corporate sales so we had very like extreme and I, I would call it extreme because I don't work like that anymore just like quotas and just like very much you hustle and you just non-stop you're always on um, so with my businesses I've actually taken specific um, actions to like when I'm on I'm on and I have it on the schedule at like a 52 minute kind of on like workflow and then I put my phone on creative flow or off and I just focus on that right and then when it's me time, it is me time. I like turn the phone off or like do not disturb. I put another place. I put the you know laptop in another place. Segmenting your house helps a lot, I believe. If you have certain spaces that are just for you, you can meditate, do yoga, right? Taking that self care is a big part of my mental self care. I think a lot of people think, oh, if I have time, I'll do yoga. If I have time, I'll take a walk. You don't really have the luxury of time when your mental health gets to that point. And the reason it gets to that point is because you're not giving yourself the time to be able to replenish and rest. And it's, it's a daily action, especially if you're not used to doing that. So I would say also taking that time away from not just doing work or your personal, but literally just being still. Like I, yesterday I did like an hour, of half hour of meditation and a, a half hour of journaling. And I have my phone off and my little like lights. And she's very great about environment. She showed me that how to do that or creating that ambiance of environment that gets you into that mood, so to speak. And then it helps you so much to just not do anything and just be. That allows also your mental to like have a break as well. Not everything has to be of doing, doing, doing. We're such in a study of do, do, do. But in reality, in order for you to show up the way you need to show up, you have to do a lot of not doing and just being. And before here, I didn't do anything like two hours before this. I went on a walk, I just relaxed, I cooked for the wife, and I just said, yeah, <laughs> that's it. You know, I want to make sure that I show up here 100% for you guys, but I have to turn off before yes. that. And I think that kind of helps as well. Yes. Um, I wanted to add to like time management um, apps yes. that it's something that you have to put, that was something hard for me because. Um, it was something that like, oh, my clients, I'm gonna, I have to get an Instagram, Facebook and see if I get a new client. But it's more also think about quality over quantity. Because sometimes you know that client that is just like, oh, I need this and then you want a discount and all that. So time management and just think about Boundaries. boundaries. Yes. For you and for your work. You yes. Exactly. It's hard to set boundaries. Or not yeah. not yeah. only setting them, but being true to them. Yes. And like my personal, my family, and my business. Um, I I feel like it's um, trying to find things to do for myself outside of my business because Monday through Friday I'm at home by myself, not doing anything, or yes. like working in the studio. And I'm I become like so antisocial. Like I talk to my partner when he gets home, and then. I, for three to six hours straight in the market, I'm like just, I'm not going to Yeah, you need more variety. Yeah. You have to go yeah. do things outside, like in mm -hmm. other places, go to coffee shops, go to, you know, what have you, like you have to mix it up. Yeah, and then having a structure. also maybe putting an alarm just to know like, hey, 15 minutes of like going walking without your phone or like just sitting down and turning off the lights or that's what I do. Like I just have to put off the phone and I go walk around the office just because you need that air and then. Final, I want to say, like, just whoever, like, if your friend brought you or somebody brought you to this place, just know that it's okay because 
um, I, I want to say thank you to that person because you don't know your battles that that other person is fighting and them being here means a lot like this is something that they needed yes oh yeah uh, I just wanted to add one thing that gave me a lot of structure, especially when you move from like your nine to five into entrepreneurship. You're like, all right, I have all this time. <laughs> what should I do? When should I do it? Theming your days really will give you structure. So, for example, for me, it was Tuesdays and Thursdays. Those are the days that I take client calls and any podcasting recording, any type of content. I fit into those two days so that I can get that out of the way. Wednesdays are my son. Fridays are also like more laid back. And then Mondays, I'm doing more admin stuff for my family business, for me. And I think just starting with that, maybe how do you theme your day really helps. Um, energy management as well. Really knowing and identifying when is my energy the best to create. And I think because you're a creator, like you're very creative allow yourself to be okay with having those spurt moments of like oh i'm really creative right now especially when it comes to content right it comes at the most random times and sometimes not you know you're with your family maybe and you don't want to kind of take that time away but if it's something that you know is is really going to talk to who you want to target maybe allowing yourself to have that um if it's affecting your mental health i would really get deep into boundaries i think that you know just remembering of like the times when they're really bad like i don't want to go there anymore and i'm really going to commit to this this boundary because i know it's going to trigger me to go there Amiga, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter using the link on the show notes so that you can find out all about our upcoming events and what's going down on October 28th for our signature event, Mujeron Movement 2023. Keep grinding, keep fighting to become the Mujeron of your dreams.